0: Hey, guys, it's Renee from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On this podcast, we get into all things UFC 275. We get into the women's matches with Misha. She takes a deep dive on that. And we are also joined by light heavyweight contender Anthony Smith as he weighs in on what's going on with that main event. Here we go. All right, UFC 275 preview coming at you. How are you feeling about this card in general before we get into some specifics what's your level of interest you Ooh, must have well a bit of I mean, vested interest in this one huh
1: yeah Um, yeah absolutely I'm looking forward to the featherweight fight mm-hmm. obviously Valentina is going to be out there doing her thing against Tali Santos so you know my eyes will be peeled for that one in particular my own selfish vested interest in the flyweight division as yeah. I move down right. July 2nd so of course, anytime the, the queen of the division is fighting, you know I will be watching um a little extra closely. Um but, <laughs> really but the rest of the card, yeah, I mean the rest of the card is great as well. Um obviously we have Glover Teixeira, and yep. um Yuri. And that's gonna be a. I, I mean, I think that's gonna be a good fight. I think Yuri is a is a really good number one contender he's athletic he's fast um I don't know if we're getting into picks and predictions yet but this
2: is I would be love
0: play. I would love a prediction I would love a prediction we're gonna get into like the nitty-gritty yeah. with this as well once once uh Anthony Smith joins us on the show but yeah give us a give us some predictions and then, Why and
1: not? Then let me just continue to tell you about about UFC 275 it's it takes place in Singapore um they're out there getting ready and acclimated as we speak. Um, and then stomping
0: grounds too.
1: Yeah. Remember I lived out there for a year and a half. I don't remember Mm -hmm. if you guys, you guys know, you guys have been listening for a minute. You, if you listen to the Wednesday show when I used to do that with Ryan McKittle, um, you'll know that I did all that for a long time out of Singapore, but, um, the, the, the semi co-main event and not to be overlooked or forgotten about because we cannot, forget what an amazing first fight this was between weili zhang and joanna you um oh my god
0: i'm so excited to see this yeah we're
1: getting a run back on this one so we're getting to witness this fight once again we will see how these two ladies have evolved and chosen to approach each other again um ufc 275 so that should be a real treat and and um i think defining a number one contender this is a number one contender yeah. eliminated fight because, uh, if you recall the belt, just changed hands in the 115 pound division. We have Carla Esparza who is now the reigning queen. Uh, so these two women, both having losses to Rose doesn't matter anymore because, um, there's flesh, fresh blood at the top, right?
0: Fresh so, blood. Yeah. Remember, Carla
1: Esparza really, um, got, got handed um a, a a a pretty brutal loss to to uh Io- and jay so should they should Joanna win and make herself a number one contender we're gonna get another rematch essentially so two rematches in a row.
0: Um I'll just say this is somebody that uh I've obviously not spent any uh real time with Joanna and chick, but when she was on our show, what two weeks ago when she was on, what yeah. like a just a ball of like positive energy. Like I feel like she is hitting on all strides right now. How, uh, how scary is Joanna right now?
1: Well, she wasn't always that way. I remember when I fought with her um, in the first UFC in New York and just kind of just seeing her around, she always came across as like not very approachable kind of just uh to herself kind of and it could be those fight week vibes you know fighters are always different fight week than they mm-hmm. are outside of fight week it's always a little bit more tense a little bit more gritty a little mm-hmm. bit like oh i don't know if you you know like you don't really want to go ask him for a picture because it's so you can see on their face <laughs> like they're just ready to like knock <laughs> yeah. them their block so yeah yeah there, but she always kind of seemed a little bit tense and like, and that could just be that mounting pressure she was talking about that she was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's bullshit. I had so much pressure. Yeah. I kept saying there was any, but there was a ton, and I forgot to um take care of myself in the process, and now it seems like she's really found her stride. And um, that interview with her that we did was so refreshing to see her coming from one place and be in a totally different place and I'm so genuinely excited and curious to see how this rematch is going to lend itself to just as she continues to unfold and unpack these, um, these parts of herself that we haven't really seen yet. You know, it can certainly lend itself to better fight performances. I think.
0: Okay. Let's get some predictions from you. Let's just pull the trigger on it. I would love to hear who you think is going to win. Let's go, uh, let's get into the Teixeira, um, project, match. Who do you think is going to win that? Well,
1: it's going to be look I I don't want to be the bearer of bad news because I'm just I love the fact that Glover Teixeira has become a champion he just turned 42 yeah. years old and he's been at it for so long he deserved to touch gold however I don't think anybody was under the assumption that even touching gold meant that he was going to stay there for a long time as he approaches his retirement I know that he's only considering a you know a couple more fights um this might be the one that he falls from championship because ah. Yuri Prashka is. I know, I know. He is just such a fast and explosive, dynamic fighter. He's got such powerful hands. I mean, we remember what we he did to Dominic Reyes. That was that was incredible in itself. I mean, Dominic Reyes is a young, tough buck in a, in his own right and can take some some of the best shots. I mean, he was in there with John Jones for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, and anyway, so the point is is that Prohoshka is like, is a real legitimate threat and he's fast and and the other thing about it is that Glover Teixeira's chin isn't what it used to be I think that's the other point we've got to take into consideration and yes, Teixeira is a world-class grappler but he's got to be able to get Prahashka down. He's got to be able to get Yuri to the ground and I just feel like Yuri is is fast and he's at and his prime. He's fast and he's in his prime. He's yeah. legit number one contender. So I think that with share not necessarily having the best wrestling of the division, this pr- I'm I'm going with Yuri maybe a second round knockout or or TKO. You know I think he's going to be stuffing shots. I think maybe share might get a little bit tired and a little bit weathered and and the ref might decide that it's time to step in as Yuri continues to, mm-hmm. to drop the ground and pound. Um, so I think maybe a, like a solid TKO in round two for, for Yuri. That's
0: my pick. Dang. Okay. Shevchenko and Santos.
1: Ooh. Well, um, look, she's, she's the queen of the division for a reason. It's extremely difficult to pick against Valentina Shevchenko. We yeah. know, I, mean, I don't think I need to sit here and unpack exactly how amazing <laughs> she is, yeah. but, but you know, um, I think this is her fight. I, 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 I like Tally Santos a lot. I think she's a real, um, she's a real contender. She's got some great striking of her own, but just the style matchup. I still think, I think we need to see somebody who's a wrestler. I think mm. we need to fight. Yeah. We, because I, I just don't know if there's anybody who is a better striker for mma than valentina shushenko and the way that she's so seamless and everything it's like you just can't you can't do a whole lot right on the feet she just gets a beat and um she just makes people second guess themselves and i think you need somebody who's gonna make her second guess herself and i i I don't know if if um i don't know if talia is that woman I just think Talia is great and she's talented, but I think stylistically you're, not still, it. you're not buying it. Yeah, it still favors Valentina. She's just yeah. she's too good to 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 think that I mean to pick against. so i'm 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 gonna pick Valentina. Um I don't okay. know. I don't have like a way uh, a way that this is finished necessarily. it It could even go to to a decision just mm-hmm. depending. But, anyways, I'm, I'm definitely excited. All
0: right, and then Joanna and Whaley, two round two, the run it back. So
1: here's the the I'm gonna start with the bad news. The bad news is a lot of times when fighters have fought each other and have these absolute most epic wars. First of all, it's hard to live up to. It's like creating a sequel to a movie. Like a lot of times when the first one was just too damn good, it doesn't matter. You can never recreate it and make it better. It's just the original is just the best. And um, sometimes when you've just shared that octagon for the the 25 minutes and you have so much respect for and you know what they're capable of, sometimes they get a little gun shy. They will pull it back just Mm. a little bit more because you've like, I've already been there. I know that this person is so dangerous that sometimes... It becomes a little less enthusiastic than the first time because they want to take less risk. They want to win
0: now. uh, Is there any pressure uh, on them after Carla and Rose to really go out there and turn it up?
1: I don't think they're going to factor that in, but yes from the outside for sure i always think that the women's divisions are under more scrutiny than anyone else because the if it's not an exciting fight it's because they're women it's not because yep. they just had a bad night or a bad performance it's because it's oh, women's yeah. mma like the guys don't get that <laughs> she must like, be on her period yes, stupid ass you know it's just like we always are facing that it's like because they're women it's like no maybe they just had an off night or a bad one or whatever yeah. um i'm gonna pick you I'm probably going to be a little bit biased in this is because we had her on our show and I loved where her energy was at. And I, I believe in that as my yeah. energy has shifted and changed in this chapter two, I still think that my best performances are ahead of me. I really feel like this July 2nd is just a way that I'm continuing to reinvent the wheel. And I'm so excited for that. And I felt like I identified that in her. So yeah. I think this is going to be a healthier version of her and she was close the last time I mean, she was close and maybe if she didn't yeah. even get that big ass hematoma on her head that the judges oh said, my
0: notice you know
1: like that kind of damage yeah. when you're just wearing what are the odds of that happening again when you're wearing damage like that a lot of <laughs> times you imagine that now,
0: happens again oh my they're giving God. it <laughs> to the
1: other person because they're like man that was effective but yeah you also yeah. have to remember, too that way lee has been knocked out since they fought she got knocked yeah. out by rose and what does yeah. that do to somebody's confidence or what does it do to even just the ability for the brain and body to absorb that kind, you know, these are the yeah. intangibles. We don't, we don't know what that means. It could mean nothing, but it could mean a whole hell of a lot at the same time. So I'm gonna go with Joanna to win the rematch. And that's yeah, that's
0: my pick. Hey, everybody, this is Lindsey Rhodes, and with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show? We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low-hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most
1: subscriptions.
0: Joining us now from our serious XM Fight Nation family, also UFC light heavyweight contender, Anthony Smith is on the line. Anthony, what
2: up? What's going on? Why do you guys always wait so long to, to have me back on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it Don't actually just... has You're been pretty. a long time. I'm, I'm kind of in my feelings about it a little bit, if I'm being honest. <laughs>
0: You know I always love having you on the show. You've had to step in before when Misha wasn't around. We got to co-host a little bit. It was a good time.
2: It it was a long time ago. hanging out with you guys.
0: How are you doing? What's going on in your world?
2: I'm doing good. I just got out of practice. Uh, I'm tired. I'm already sick of getting punched in the face. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I'm trying to get skinny and in shape.
0: Oh, God. How is that going? Aren't we all trying to get skinny and in shape? That's the fucking moral of my story.
2: You know, like I don't know what the deal is. I I think I'm just getting older, but it's it's like I get fatter and fatter in between every single fight. And it's like you know, I try to do this balance where I'm in training camp and then I go you know I go hard in the paint the whole time, and then afterwards you know I got my kids and they're in basketball and soccer and volleyball and running them all over the place. So then I kind of take the summers off as much as I can, so I'm not in training camp during the summer when they're out of school. But then I just get fat and, uh, you know, so here I am, you know, 235, fluffy as shit and tired.
0: Are you at least, like, fat and happy?
2: Oh, 100%. I, I love I, <laughs> I, that. I mean,
1: skinny, skinny and sad because there's definitely been some times, like, I'm <laughs> over here trying to get skinny, too, and I'm like, huh, oh, like, I just want a cupcake, you know? Like, I just <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> discipline has to definitely take over because it's not, like, sheer, you know – Like, oh, I want to do this. I just want to diet every day and be skinny. Oh my god!
2: I used to bounce back a lot faster too. It'd be a couple weeks, and I'd be back. Those abs would start popping through again, and my cardio'd be in, you know, in tip-top shape in a couple weeks. And it's just not like that anymore.
1: No, it's got to be slow and steady. Slow and steady now, right? As we get older, it's all about that slow and steady, Mark.
2: (laughs) <laughs> it's a marathon. It's a marathon. That's how I look at it.
1: You're, you're, you're fighting, um, July 30th in Dallas, right? Against, uh, yeah. against Uncle I am.
2: yeah, Yeah, yeah I am. it should be a fun one. I hope that, uh, I hope to drag, to, to drag the, the fight out of him a little bit. I, I think he's gotten some unfair criticism, uh, maybe for his fight style and maybe his excitement. Um, I've always kind of been the, I I guess of the mindset that it kind of takes two to get one of those exciting fights. And and I think that I'm the guy that could pull it out of us.
0: I love that. Do you feel pressure to go in and do that?
2: No, I don't know how to fight any other way. So I don't really have a choice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough.
1: This is, this is, I mean, it's likely that this is a title eliminator fight, right? Number one contender fight. So, um, I know you're going to have your eyes on this weekend's card, Glover Teixeira versus Yuri. Um, What are you thinking about that fight? Do you have any predictions? Do you have any particular opinions? Do you really care who wins in that fight?
2: Um, I think I do and I don't care, you know, at the same time. I, would it be really cool for me to go in there and get a win over on and then be able to to fight Glover for the title and and get that rematch that I wanted so bad, uh, you know, and, and, and take, you know, take the belt from him that that would be really cool kind of Cinderella story. But uh, I would love to fight both of those guys. I I really, really like both of those guys. I think they're both really good people. I like both of their fight styles. I like how both their styles match up with mine. I I couldn't, I can't tell you enough nice things about those two fighters. I, I just, I have nothing but respect for both of them. I think that, that they're two of the the, you know the better personalities as far as I know their character maybe you know that we have in the game so uh I always love when you have two fight you know or two fighters in a really high level competition for a title that you know they're just really good guys I think that that's good for our sport but um as far as a prediction I I think I'm probably in the minority of people I think I think Glover wins and I think he gets a finish he 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 just is, is really adapted his style as he's gotten older. He, he's a little more grappling heavy. He, he's definitely defensively responsible more so than he was in the past. Um, and and I just go back to that, that Prohaska fight with Dominic Reyes. And, and he's just, he's very hittable. Um, he, he's wild and crazy. And that's why we love to watch him fight. He's unpredictable, but, but Glover is so, he, he's so fundamental. He doesn't get, he doesn't fight outside of himself and, and, you know, maybe a year ago I wouldn't be saying this, but, it, you know, he, he, just, he just found a way to stay safe. And, and maybe his chin has deteriorated a little bit, but, he's, I mean, he fought, he fought me, he fought Tiago Santos, Jan Blahovic back-to-back-to-back. To back. All three of us are knockout artists. All three of us are heavy hitters, and he was able to avoid the big shot and get to a safe places. So uh, I give him a lot of credit for that. So, and, and if Dominic Reyes, if I'm being very fair, if Dominic Reyes can take you down, and mount you, uh, Glover Teixeira should be able to to get a, a takedown fairly easy and, and get a finish, especially with as wild and crazy and, and you know creative as Yuri Prohaska is.
0: I
1: like that. I like, I like that.
0: Picture. Um, Anthony, 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 um, how excited are you? And we're just talking atmosphere alone to be going into Dallas, Texas, like back in front of the crowd for UFC. Uh, I know that's a place that you can uh, that you thrive.
2: Oh, I can't wait. I, you know, I was born in Texas. Um, I I have a lot of family in Texas. I got, it's close to my, to where I live. You know, it's, it's about an eight or nine hour drive from, from where I live right now. So it's close enough to where a lot of people that I know and and friends and family will be able to go. Um, I, I do, I just thrive in front of the crowd. And, and I'm really, really fortunate that for whatever reason, um, live crowds specifically are really drawn to me. And I don't know if it's just my energy and, and they can see how much I feed off of them and it makes them even crazier. Um, I, I'm getting the, I just got the chills all over my arms thinking about just being able to walk out, <laughs> a, out crowd on a, on a pay-per-view, just everybody going crazy. And, and I really like that uncle life is not American. I know that sounds super fucked up, but like when I walked, you know, with Jimmy crew, you know, like, even if they liked him, he's not American. And Like, we're here in America, and Texas is about as fucking American as you can get. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. not American. So no matter what, even if they don't know me, they're going to cheer for me because I'll be, you know, I'm, I'm representing the red, white, and blue. I think that's super fucking cool. Uh, I I can't wait. I can't wait for it. I'm excited for that, too, because
1: I'm fighting July 2nd. It's been a long time since I fought in front of a crowd. I mean, I had my last two fights and, you know, they were kind of as the pandemic, pandemic regulations were lightening up, but I felt like, I feel like like I'm ready for that. I'm ready for hometown Vegas, you know, just crazy fight week, all yes. that and feels and energy. So I'm, I'm like right with you. I'm so ready for the crowd again. I'm excited. Um, you dealing with a lot of people hitting you up for like tickets and all that madness and stuff.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. for sure, that, oh, for see, sure. You, yeah you know that was that kind goes.
1: of nice not gonna lie that was the bonus of like not fighting in front of the crowds like sorry there's no tickets you know now everybody's
2: yeah. like <laughs> oh, <I'm sticking laughs> tickets, do us, you have I'm a cap like, of yeah, how many you know, you'll get in pandemic people yeah.
0: do you guys have a cap on how many people you'll get in you'll get tickets for yeah Is there a number? oh
2: yeah yeah i think there i think we i think all the fighters get four get four tickets
1: we get four yeah,
0: okay. yeah. oh Oh, I, I, I thought I was asking on like the personal level, not just like that's all you get. Got it? Okay. Well, yeah, that's it's it. a very close four. <laughs> I think,
2: uh, I think that, that, like my my kind of core group of people, um, that are really close to me, like friends and family, and like uh, uh, my whole neighborhood's going. So I think there's going to be like, probably fifty people going together, like as a group, which I'm oh I'm totally gosh. cool with. Like those fifty people are good. Uh, that's good for me.
0: Hell yeah. Damn, 50 people. I don't know, 50 people. You're popular, damn. Look at you go.
2: Well, I'm a kind of nice guy. <laughs> I don't know if you know that.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, I would go Anthony, to your fight if now- you know, if I was there and like I would definitely be I'd be rocking the the sign and all that, you know. We're gonna have oh, to I you would I would be all in
0: too, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would actually love that.
1: I'm into, I'm into wearing uh, other fighter shirts. Like, I'm like, why, why don't we do that more? Why is that not a thing? Why don't fighters wear other fighter shirts?
2: Cause- Where do
0: you guys sell your merch? Do you buy all your guys' merch off of UFC's website, or do you guys do it separately?
2: I'm doing mine separately. Uh, I do mine. Yeah, I do mine separately. Like, I'll post a uh, – like, I open the store for a short period of time, so I think I'm opening it in, like, a week. So I'll post a link, and then people can buy the mm. shirts off of the link so I'll post it, and then, and then I close it, and then they sh- they make all the shirts and then ship them out.
0: Oh, that's smart. Oh, do you do okay. I'm on it. I need a Lionheart like shirt. shirt for each fight? What was that, Misha? You do a, a
1: separate shirt for each fight, like a unique shirt for every fight?
2: No. No, I try to keep it, like, fairly generic so that you're not always kind of tied to one event. Because I always know, like... Anytime I get an event shirt anywhere I go, like, I'll wear it, like, at the event or, like, right afterwards. But then I find myself never wearing it. Like, oh, that shit was, like, six months ago. I'm not wearing that shirt again. So, I just, we, like, I'll change the colors and, and some of that stuff. But it's always, always my same logo.
0: I always think about what, I'm, like, such a sucker for, like, a good vintage shirt, though. Like, I would take it and, like, rough it up, cut it, throw some, like, bleach stains on there. You could really keep that shirt alive.
2: I don't think it's a bad well, idea. <laughs> well, I'm going to You guys will have to text me your addresses and I'll send you guys some shirts.
1: Definitely. definitely.
0: No, I'll buy one. I will be buying one wait, for wait. Sure. before,
1: before we, uh, we let you go. I'm not exactly sure how much time we have here, but I, I am obviously vested in the flyweight as I, uh, the flyweight fight, as I make my descent down to flyweight for the first time, um, my eyes are a little more peeled and I would, I'm curious, you know, as a host and as a fellow fighter, um, have you been able to take much time to kind of Look into that fight, and and what do you think might happen in that one?
2: Are oh, you talking Tal- about uh, oh, Valentina Shevchenko and yeah,
1: Talia Santos?
2: Um, you know, I'm not super super familiar with Talia Santos to be honest with you. It's, I'm um, I've watched her fight absolutely, but I've, I don't think I've ever spent a lot of time breaking her down. And and, and that's I hope the, I hope the, I hope that you don't take this the wrong way because I don't mean it as it's probably going to sound. I have a Fucking impossible time finding and talking about any potential hole that Valentina Shevchenko has. I, I like she makes me look like a fucking idiot up there on the desk on ESPN. Like Anthony, (laughs) how how do they? How is this person going to take advantage and get this win? Like I just want to throw my hands up. I'll fuck.
1: Like I don't know. (laughs) Oh, no, that, that's 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 perfect, Anthony. Because I I love that. I love being the person to show the people what they do not see, what they cannot find, the fault that they cannot, the error of the way they can, the chink in the armor. You don't need <laughs> well, to know I, it. I
2: think there is one. I think there is one. The problem is, is the person that she has standing across from her has never been someone that I thought could take advantage of that. And I think that Jennifer Maya showed it a little bit. That yes. if you have a strong wrestling and top game and 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 you can stay safe on your feet and and not take too much damage closing that distance. Yeah. I think that she can be controlled and she can be slowed down a little bit. If you can just take a little bit of the heat off and a little bit of the edge off of her, I think you can make her human up to the the Lord knows
1: what could happen. Right.
2: Well, and that's, that's where I was going with that. Like, I think there's only a couple people, a couple uh, women that have the ability to do that. I think you're one of them i think tatiana suarez is or is, is that her name tatiana is that, is that, yes that tatiana
1: right? suarez yes yeah the the, the think, wrestler I, yeah primarily wrestler
2: right you see and I, and I think you guys have very similar styles or at least have similar abilities i think that you guys yeah. could both fight her in that same way where you could kind of nullify her a little bit in the striking stuff and it, i don't neutralize that a little bit and then just grind on her and wear her down a little bit she's so pretty and i don't mean just in her like her physical sense the way that she fights is very pretty and it's very buttoned okay. up i can make it a little ugly and, and drag on her and weigh on her a little bit and just make it real fucking ugly uh yeah i think that's the way but there's there's only a couple of you guys out there and i don't think i i, I don't think you know, you know no disrespect i don't think that uh talia is that person
1: Yeah. I think stylistically, no, she's more of a striker from what I know. And I just don't think anybody's who's going to stand and trade with Valentina is going to do it better than Valentina. I really do think it's going to take somebody who's a grindy, grindy wrestler, who's going to force her into places that she's not as comfortable. Cause once she gets a beat on you on the feet, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'll praise her till the, the sun sets all day long. She's incredible, but you definitely I think need somebody who can muddy the waters in the areas that we haven't seen her tested besides the, besides Maya a little bit and I was like if she can hold her down for a round just let me think what I could do
2: <laughs> in that right and you know? I'm sure you were licking your chops when you were when you're oh, watching that yeah. because now now that you well, see like oh,
1: I've gone okay, back that... and watched it I never thought I was gonna fight Valentina because I never thought I was gonna go to 125 but I've since went back and watched that and I was absolutely salivating
2: <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. It, it, and, and even me watching it I was excited because like oh sweet now I got something to talk about like we got a little bit of a wrinkle here but like Maya never kind of went back to it and, and you know to fight that kind of a fight you have to be incredibly conditioned because that shit is fucking miserable for both people and, and you just got to be able to stay just a touch above her as far as your explosiveness and your conditioning and your strength and uh, it's definitely possible it just hasn't been with the, the past opponents that she's had
1: yeah, we love it. Well, well thank Anthony, you
0: for your insight. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. You are more than welcome to hop on the show anytime you have a free 15 to 20 minutes. We'll always take I'm gonna, it. I'm going to start um,
2: just calling in randomly.
0: Do it. <laughs> you should. I would love it. Um, cannot wait to see you July 30th, UFC 277, taking on Ankulaev. Um Cannot wait to see you back there in front of the crowd, mixing it up. Uh, best of luck to you.
2: Thank you very much, and I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: Throwing down with Renee and Misha as part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Naree Balin. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. Series XM Podcasts.